ACAST. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on, everybody? Let's go ahead and jump into it. You got to give a lot just to get what you need sometimes, y'all. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another amazing episode of Ringside with Ray and Prince. Today, we have another special guest. We got my homeboy, MLB star, uh, coach, mentor. I, I mean, I could go on and on and on for this guy. I mean, I've, I've known him for a long time, man. Uh, Mr. Tony Tarasco is with us. Tone, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Um, and and also, Mr. Nothing. <laughs> Mr. No Thing. <laughs> oh. You know what? I have I have an inter- interesting thing thing about that. I did a presentation about uh, about nothingness, about knowing and being aware that you know you can be in a whole space and like you know everything, but you know nothing. So yeah, yeah that's at the same time. That's Tin Hot Nan's favorite. That's Tin Hot Nan's quote. Um, what is it? Love is knowing that I am. Wisdom is knowing that I'm nothing. Love is knowing that I'm everything at the same time. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so that's, that's what we're talking about. We, this that's, whole conversation, everybody thought we was going to come in here and talk about just baseball. No, we're going to talk about mental health, wellness, about how to find your center, how to find yourself. And we got the mental health, mindfulness, the ultimate athlete, author, Mr. Prince Daniels Jr., my uh, co-host on here today, too, as always. So, you know, jump into it, Prince. Like, you, I know you're going to. I've known Tony <laughs> for a long time. I know Tony for a long time. So I know you got more questions than I have. Yeah, man, um, it's 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 an honor. Ray, good morning, Tony. It's a, it's a pleasure, man. It's an honor to be in your presence. We had a conversation before we jumped on here, and we were talking about centeredness, ego, and mindfulness, and how you work with your players, and you want to teach them how to get into the flow a little bit more easily. And we we spoke about practice, practice being the one thing. And as you know, uh, for me, after my football career was over. I went to go live at a monastery because I I needed answers. And in life, it seems like everybody needs answers because we all have a, a ton of questions. And if you think about the 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 our ancestors or the people before us, they didn't have answers to anything. But the way that they did find their answers was through, was through observation and witnessing. And we've lost a lot of that 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 primordial knowledge understanding uh, observation is the key and we have too many things that 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 make life ex- extremely convenient we we stop reading so much and we start to listen to what other people say 
and that's where we gain our knowledge and it's it's diluting the the the, the mind muscle the our ability to to seek more information and so it just puts us in a in, in, a, in a different space man so today i want to open the, the floor up and just ask you you know what are you doing now and then we're, we're going to go in reverse we're going to talk about baseball later but what are you doing now and how did you get into this 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 deep thought process of mindfulness and 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 asking these questions about ego and 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 how do you find the balance within your life all right thank you first first of all thank you for i mean i enjoy being in the presence of both of you um thank you for having me on the show i'm grateful to be here i'm grateful for this experience in itself um both the good and the bad so because it, it, it's neither there's something that you guys have both mentioned and even shows even like even when we're, so that first of all as you know from the monastery like silence is the most one of the most important things because as soon as you speak it or you conceptualize it you're off path so i so as we're discussing this it's, it's in hopes of uh helping people return to them true selves or moving past the muck and we say this we were all teachers but humbly we both we all know that like the second you try to grab it and think you can attach a word to it you way off path right because that inner that innerness is always there and, and i've heard all of us use this out of habit we've said trying to find ourselves that is the that is the first biggest illusion that yourself is not there as a matter of fact one of nisaragata's most famous lines in, of contemplative meditation is to ask yourself what has been here before i came what is here now and what will be here after i leave that is my true self and so the muck is the the world outside of us right and so when you say we're trying to find ourselves it's because we're looking outside of ourselves to find it so you're looking through the muck and you're going through all of this stuff here when in truth it's been with you from the get-go like you spoke like you spoke earlier prince you said as a child we weren't searching for purpose the reason why is because we just left there <laughs> so we were actually close to there so we already knew that purpose so it's like it's this odd balance but again the mind wants to separate everything and the same thing you say you we go in like it's a habit of our language to say to go into deep thought when in reality we're actually stripping away the thought we're questioning every single thought that pops up in our head like is where did that come from if you think about it as the poets always say and in, in, in the monasteries and if you go down even to to the aborigines which i'm going to speak on when you talk about we've lost that they've actually been the ones who've been able to they've been here the longest and they've maintained that observer point of view better than anybody else right so we get but the same thing is like look at your thoughts as if they're clouds going by they're untangible and they change form every moment and if you don't grab onto the thought it will change form so just let it change its form and don't get swept away by the thought right now there is you know for people are gonna be like well you're blowing our minds up here i still try to explain this like a video game okay and here's how i say it. we all play third person video game i said the issue is is right now you think you're in the call of duty right now and you think somebody is coming to shoot you and hunt you and because you're so caught up in that you can't tap into the cat with the controller who sees the whole game and who ain't panicking because he know he can just press start again he ain't panicking right so so we so the objective is so i always tell people i relate meditation to save mode in other words you know how you play grand theft auto you play those games you have to go save your game 
So I say that's what you're doing. Go save your game. Go sit still and allow the game to download the information, upload the information so you can start from here again. When you do, when you do that, your higher self sends down all the programming to upgrade you to get you locked in. So you gotta sit still. Because you can't Chris. do it moving. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Tony, hold on right now. But Chris, when you talked about it earlier, before we even got on, you was talking about they were feeding us information, feeding us the, the narrative before we even were here. Like, as soon as you yes. get in, they start to plug you with this information. So I go yes. back to, like, Matrix. When you talk about the Matrix being, being a movie that was just so defining, it's like, do you want to take this pill? Or do you want to still live in this reality that was created for you? If <laughs> you want to live in the real reality. Yes, you're right. You're right. But the whole funny thing is, is that's just a thought too. That is just a thought. It is th this. This is just a thought. Consciousness is just a thought. It is just a thought. And so, and so, but we get attached to it, right? And that's that's where our suffering comes from. Now, listen, I'm not saying that this experience you don't experience a tremendous amount of pain and heartache and 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 heartbreak as well as as you experience glory and you experience all of these things that's part of the experience but in truth first of all i always say you got to sit still baby when you wake up in the morning for five minutes every day just sit still i tell that's the first way i train the athletes start with that don't pick up your phone you can only do one thing other than sit still let's go pee I get that, right? Don't pick up your phone, sit still, put your feet on the ground because you're coming back from that state. When you close, right, it's now we're going into science. When you go to sleep, your system shuts off. That's your ego system, the five senses, right? We're in 3D, we're in height, weight, and width. That's the third dimension, height, weight, width, physical beings. We are physical, right? We having this experience. So sit still because you're when you go to sleep, you shut down. Your system, your system shuts off. That's why when you see when people come back from near-death experiences, they always have the same story. You know why you go back? Are we all have the same story? Because the system shuts off. The system is in your brain. Now, what the masters tell us is, is the answer is actually in the brain too. But what you have to do is, you have to get the brain to turn around and look at itself. Right now, the brain is looking out here. Validation, everything, what's going on outside of my world. Once you start to question your brain and ask yourself, where does this thought come from? That's to just stick with that one. Just that one thing. Where in the heck is this thought coming from? Literally, like what part of my brain is popping this thought? Because it's not tangible. Mm. I can't touch it. I can't grab it. But for some reason, I get swept away by it. And it's just, it's just, unmet so I, I turn that around. Before I go, before I go into Prince, because I know Prince is chopping at the bit. Sorry, I'm sorry, Prince. And thank you for being patient, man. Have a conversation on, on a podcast with three brothers talking about uh, philosophy and, and, and uh, Aristotle and Nietzsche and Socrates and Plato and all, and all these guys. They never thought that conversation would be happening about philosophers and, 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 and deep thinking. But you, you talked about something, Tone. They, they, they talked about you know, your brain and, and the biggest development within your brain starts between, between zero and five years old. Why is that? Why does our brain shut off? Why do you keep saying that we only use 10% of our brain? And you talk about going outside in the morning or sitting there being still and actually grounding yourself. You know, you talk about the aboriginal people that we'll get into. But they go out, they, they, they have their bare feet, they get grounded, and they, they get in the sun, and they get one with the earth. They get one with the land and one with their mind. But we are so distracted all the damn time and we can't use our, we can't, our, our minds are, are so confused that we can't expand it. 
But when you're zero to five, you're constantly trying to learn. You're in a state of trying to figure things out. You're curious about everything. You don't care about anybody else. You're, you're curious about trying to find out what's your next step or how do I survive? What is this? Like, what is, what is being presented to me? So, Prince, you talked about that earlier. Like, go back into it, man. Yeah. So, you, you, usually it is the, it's from zero to seven. That's our formative years. That's our, that's our years of being introduced to the world. And then after those years are over, now that's the, the way that we we're introduced to the world recycles itself, recycles itself from our teen years to our adult years and beyond. And what, what, what we are doing is trying to figure out how do we fit into this world when that's the worst thing for us to do, because a lot of times that leads to us looking for acceptance. And when it comes to acceptance, when you, when you learn how to accept yourself, you're not looking for any validation from anybody. You're not looking for someone to tell you that you're doing good. You just do it. And if you if you happen to get praised, then awesome. But other than that, you're doing what you're supposed to do because you're living in your purpose and you're making it popular. Look, man, y'all got me fired up today. Come on, baby. <laughs> I don't even want to ask no questions. Lessons, but I need... <laughs> lessons, 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 but yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about the, the formation of, of, of what, you know, our, our backgrounds, you know, we, we put yeah. our background and bios on there, but we, we want to understand, like, what formed you, Tony? Like, yeah. You, okay, you know, okay, so, so, all right. I've you for a long time, and I've seen your progressions change. Well, okay, so, so, here's the thing. Always looking back, it was always there. Looking back, it was always there. Most of the time I was aware, but most of the time I wasn't aware of it. But it was always there. I always knew there was something there. All right. So and most people can do that. All right. So here's what ha here's what got me. Y'all ready to laugh, but just don't laugh. But, but laugh. Laugh, but don't laugh. When I walked into my first Star Wars movie, I didn't give it. I didn't give a dang about a monster. I didn't give a dang about a machine. I didn't give a dang about any part of the storyline. There was one person on that screen who jumped out at me, and that was Yoda. Mm. Right? You hear what I'm saying? Like Jedi hit Jedi hit me right in the chest, like bam. And I was like, wait, this movie means nothing. What they are talking about, and I knew that at 12 years old that what he was talking about was where it was at. So and so then I later learned that actually the, the depiction of Yoda in Star Wars is actually the depiction of Saint Germain or better known to most people as Merlin. Right. And he's you know, that's what they'll do in movies. They'll change the name to do it. So Yoda is actually the metaphysical master. Right. The magician, as they call it. And now, obviously, magic is that taking its own connotation of the word. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Even the word heathen, like most people don't know heathen is just the people who were Christian who went against the church. And so then they say, if you went with the church, you were a heathen. And so then over the course of time, heathen became a bad word. When in fact, Ali, the heathens were just as much Christian as anybody else. They just looked at it in more spirit and they saw it for the for the for the mystic side of it than, than what the church was preaching. Right. So, so I <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, he just saying preach, keep preaching, no, I mean, just keep going. Preach that, okay, 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 okay. So what I'm saying is, is so as an athlete, here's what I believe: all athletes are Jedi in training, and they're learning how to drop down in the physical and apply the metaphysics because we do things that nobody else can do. Now I know, I know that football players do shit on the field. That, excuse me for my language. Do things on the field that nobody else can do. I know a baseball player slows down 97 miles an hour coming at him from 60 feet away and puts a round bat on a baseball. You telling me that's not Jedi? 
That is Jedi. That is Jedi being able to do that, right? That's Jedi to be able to know that if it has spin on it and it starts over there, it's going to end up here, right? So I always felt like this was the place we were supposed to, one, play with the metaphysics in the physical form, but also tune up on the other parts of it. And I learned as an athlete that actually the more quiet I was inside, the better I balled. Even if I was moving really fast on the outside, I knew that the more quiet I was on the inside. And so then I, so then somebody used the, the analogy as the top, as you spin a top, right? A spin a top real fast, it, it actually stays centered. <laughs> it don't move and it stays centered the more it's spinning. So that's how I talk about vibration and, and resonance is like actually spinning a top. When you're sitting still, you're actually vibrating at a higher place. The mind don't understand that because the mind sees everything in logic. But you know what? Even Einstein was, now this is where they hate to hear one. Because Einstein will tell you himself, first of all, I love the word knowledge, but I'm going to tell you right now, knowledge changes over the course of time and it's affected by one person's thought, right? Wisdom is where it's at and true imagination and creativity. Now, Einstein was the one who said that. Knowledge is not the most powerful thing in the universe. Imagination and creation are. And he, would, and he said to he, listen, you want to know what they didn't tell you about Einstein in school? Is Einstein did not... Make the make the mathematics EMC equals squared. He was in meditation and it came to him. And then he went out and got the answers for it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So it's like they cloud it, right? They don't want you to see it. when, And the, even the notion that there's a day because the dark and the white light, like even on that, it's, it's still the same. It's still the same. And so I used, I used that baseball in order to go within. So then I went to see Grandmaster Zo, Z-H-O-U. He's got an Amazon special. He's the last Grandmaster. He, his chi is so powerful. He has, he has to like put like aluminum foil over you when he works on you. Otherwise your skin will burn. Like Grandmaster Zo hit me to my chi, started putting me on my breath work, taught me the eight brigade of Kijong. From there on out at 24 years old, it was on. I was down the road nonstop. Now that led me all the way to, I've studied with many people. My most recent studies were with RJ Spina. I don't know if you guys are familiar with RJ Spina, but RJ is, is a, is a master of metaphysics. He was like, like, um, like my boy who wrote, God, his name's slipping me, helping me out right now, um, Supernatural, uh, the real famous one right now who does all the breathing work, uh, Dispenza, Dispenza, Dispenza. You guys know who Okay, very similar Dispenza. RJ was paralyzed. But it was that challenge that made him go within while he was in bed to help him recover. And he said it, he said in 100 days, watch me, I'm going to walk again and beat this, right? So I studied with RJ, and he was the one who taught me about the mind. And so I, over the course, obviously, baseball was the avenue in which I was to learn how to return to my true self. Notice I use the word to return. I don't say seek. I say return because that is one thing that RJ's taught me, Nisar Agata's taught me, Sri Ramanasi's taught me, and all of the masters from haiku all the way in Zen, all the way to Tibetan Buddhism, all the way to Buddhism, they all say the same thing. 
the truth is it's never left you. It's the mind that's created this whole image outside of you that makes you think, again, the word think, that you are not connected to it. And then somebody hit me with this one. I'll, I'll end it on this line. Whether you believe in a greater source within you and without you, I leave you with this line. What, as a father, you as a father, Mr. Ray Leonard Jr., you as a father, would you ever send your kids somewhere to fail? Hell no. Okay, so what made you think the heavenly one sent us here to screw this up? No, there is a fail safe. There is a fail safe. Mike drop, baby. That's all. I'll end it. Thank you guys for being patient because I'm excited. Because me, this has been solo. Most of the journey, as Prince will tell you, is solo. And to come into a, a room where three are vibrating at the same resonance and can have this conversation without debate, we just we just get excited because we all want to say our little part and because we both all understand. I have been by myself for a very long time. And this is like the first time me even get in a room to talk with people about it, other than the people like I have, like my teachers. Not only that, and I'm not separating, but also to see three a room with three brothers talking about this on the same site is also a rarity too. So Thank you for letting me speak. And that's how I make it work with baseball. That's how it led me. Baseball has been my way. And yes, the Jedi way is the way. <laughs> you know, you, you talk, you talk about the vehicle and we're all blessed to be in, in, in certain areas and have certain skill sets. And I always talk about the, the fingerprint motive, right? Like we all have uh, uh, absolutely different fingerprints. There's no two people that have the exact same fingerprint because we were blessed and brought into the higher being to say, here, like we have our own space, your own way of actually bringing things to the world, right? So when we try to conform and go back to what everybody else is doing and not use our vehicle to say, this is this is who I am, then we mess everything up. We mess everything up because that's that's, 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 that's great, Prince. I got to say this. I got to say this. So yes and no. Here's what I, here's how I'm gonna point it out to you. Yes and no. That is the trick. Yours is to not see it both ways. To see it as and also. Here's what I mean. Is there any difference between water and ice? Mm -mm. Other than one's frozen. Ice is sharp. It's jagged. But it's still water, right? You see what I'm right. saying? It's the same thing. It's like yes, there is an individuality and there is no individuality. Now I'm gonna point back to your fingerprint. I'm gonna tell you it is and it isn't. Here's how I'm gonna prove it to you. Do you know what the Fibonacci series is? Yes. Do you know what the golden do you know what the golden race do you know what the golden ratio is, right? It's A plus B is equal to the same distance as A to B. Now, that mathematical equation is not a man-made equation. That's a discovered. In other words, they discovered that math in a sunflower. They also discovered that math, hear me out, on a tree. In other words, it starts from zero, the tree starts from zero. Then it sprouts one. One plus one. One plus zero is one. One plus one is two. Two plus two plus one is three. Three plus two is five. And a tree grows like that. It grows a tr starts from zero, grows a, a trunk. Then it grows a branch. And on that branch sprouts two branches. And off of those branches sprout three branches. Now, in order to call a hurricane, a hurricane, it must spin out at the same ratio. That's the math. You know what else matches that ratio? the planets from the sun, exact match. So in other words, the same distance as all of the planets spinning out from the sun are the same. Wait, I'm gonna blow you away because I'm coming back to what you said about the fingerprint. Yes, everybody's fingerprint is individual, but guess what? It all grows at the same ratio. 
A plus yeah. B. So in other words, it's so that's the thing. You think you individual, but you come from the same mathematics. Right. Now the, the biggest the biggest one of them all that blows everybody out of the water is you know what else grows at the golden ratio? Your DNA chromosome. Every single one of our chromosomes spins at that same at that same mathematical rate. Yet we all have individual DNA. It, it was built, it was built in, <laughs> right? Yep. All right. So there we go. So, I'm sorry. Everybody that's listening to this podcast need to just throw your TV out the door. Just throw yeah, your TV we, we out. We start talking about the Egyptian mathematics and, and how and how that always well. Okay, but here's the thing. I I try to find that out with base stealing. I use the golden ratio trying to figure out when's a good time to steal and when's not to steal. Now, I haven't patented it yet. The same way that your biggest stock companies, there are stock companies that actually use the golden ratio to manage their investments. All right? So, I'm not a, this ain't no brilliant idea. To be honest with you, you should have you should at least be looking at it. All the analytics going on, somebody should be looking at the analytics of how it applies to the golden ratio. And you will find the decisions. You will look and go, oh, I need to make this decision now because this is how it – if you really want to use divine math, not man math, you want to use divine math to make your decisions on the field. Look, look, look. I got to say this. Look, look. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If, if you are listening to this, he said this is not brilliance. This is high-level observation. That's all that it takes. This world, it's there's patterns and cycles. And if you study these patterns and you study these cycles, you know exactly when to jump in. You know exactly when to jump out. It's just like dosey do, you know. It's yeah. It's, and that's what awareness is about. Awareness is about being aware of these cycles and these patterns that existed before you and that exist now and after you. And so you should be able to predict, you know, where you are financially. You should be able to predict how you're going to make your next move. And see, that is the, the beauty of this conversation that we're touching upon. Look, I have to go back to the inception because we we, we, we started from when you were 12 years old, went to go see the Star Wars movie. But we got to go a little bit deeper back to when you were first born. How'd you get to this point in your life? How'd you even uh, get into baseball? Like, <laughs> like wh wh where okay. are you from? The storyline, the storyline, right? The movie, yeah, the yeah. movie that I'm, the movie, right? So, yeah, the movie. You want to talk about what's on the screen, right? We're yeah, talking about hey, the guy watching. We're doing that, that Quentin Tarantino style, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about yeah. the screen. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you know what? I was born in New York City. And this story, and all this is beautiful, right? I was born in New York City. I was born to a black mother and an Italian Sicilian father, right? So, and they met in Greenwich Village. You know what I'm saying? They weren't together. You know, I split time with them. I was, I was mostly raised by my stepmother and my father, um, but there's this, this magnificent trilogy going on here, right? It's like, it's the gift and the curse. So my father always played baseball. He went to Columbia. He played baseball. He loved baseball. He put a baseball in my hand when I was a little kid. Matter of fact, I'm naturally left-handed. He taught me to throw right-handed because he said you could play more positions. That was, you know, and I, so I moved out to Los Angeles when I was like five years old with my father and my stepmother. And I grew up in the Santa Monica, Venice area. And I grew up playing baseball, surfing, you know, and out amongst other things like getting in trouble. Like where I grew up, it was a plethora of things going on from good to bad. And I enjoyed the whole scale because it gave me my confidence to act in this world. Um, I don't there was there were challenges. Right. That's the that's the I mean, that's the get go is like 
once you realize you're a person, right? That's the that's I'm I'm throwing a trick in there. Once you realize you're a person, once you claim your personhood, but you're really not. But once you claim it, because that's what the masters will tell you. Go back to when you first thought you realized you were actually a person. Because most kids can't, most people can't do that. But if you think about it and you go back, you try to remind. So anyway, when I realized I was a person, I, I, I just had this. There was something different that I always recognized within myself. And I always felt within, but outside of what was happening with me. That, I can tell you, has always been there. I was always able to watch myself while myself was living. Now, granted, there have been there have been moments where I just got swept away and was unaware of it. But most of the time, I could sit back and look at that. Um, I think the most the it, it's like uh, so. Here's how how I train athletes because I like to work with athletes to heal. Okay, this is what led me to healing and teaching baseball through quietude and healing. I'll use this analogy. I know everybody gonna steal it afterwards, but it's okay. The idea is just to spread it. We are like the shuttle. And, you know, we all have traumatic events in our lives that actually spark us to our greatness. As a matter of fact, 65% of the people mentioned in the, in the encyclopedia, there's only a few people mentioned in the encyclopedia, 65% of the people who are mentioned in the encyclopedia lost a parent before the age of 18. That goes from Clinton, that goes to Adolf Hitler, and he wasn't a good, you know, he was in this storyline, he's not a good one, right? So... So, but everyone lost, and that was their spark. And and they and they refer to that in the book called Blink, Malcolm Cloudwell's book, uh, Blink, right? And and uh, they and he talks about that, and he says that actually sparks you. So, like a shuttle, in order to get off the ground, there are those two big rockets that are on the side of us, right? And those big rockets is fire. That's energy. That's anger. That's dark energy. And let me tell you something. You need a negative and a positive charge to make electricity. You cannot make electricity with just a positive charge, right? And at the, at the center of the earth, at the center of the earth is a, is a positive charge. And the ionosphere outside of the earth is a negative charge. So if you don't walk outside with your shoes off, you're not grounding because you can't ground with rubber on your feet because rubber is what you stand on when you don't want electricity to run through. You got, you got two of the same that repels it, right? Right. You're repelling it, right? So take your shoes off when you go outside, put your feet in the grass, and now you're letting that energy flow. Now, saying that, and, and the way you make your life is learning how to take your challenges, transmute that energy, and use it to lift you up off the ground. Where athletes run into trouble, because I know most of the athletes I know who are great has some screwed up shit happened to them when they were younger, right? Mm -hmm. Most of them had that, right? Now, I, what I'm saying is, is as you lift off the ground, if you notice once the shuttle, oh, this is great, I'm in a Tesla because the sky's right there, baby. As you get to elevation and you start to leave the atmosphere, the shuttle does what? It ditches the big rockets. And that's where athletes run into problems. We don't ditch the rockets. We don't heal from that trauma. So then we end up going, wow, because we don't let the trauma go. So that is that is my work at Driven Inward. I got a company called Driven Inward, and I, I work with athletes on that. That is my main, and I got that download like eight years ago, and I started working on it and been building the company, work on one-on-one. But you have to heal. You have to heal from your traumas. You have to let go of your good attachments and your bad attachments. 
You got to let go, right? You can't part. Uh, Bruce Lee, empty the glass. Empty the cup. Bruce Lee, empty the cup, man. Dump the cup out. It's the same thing. Empty out your body, right? Go into meditation and go into vastness. Go into spaceness and let go of whatever it is you're holding on to. And, and that is, a, you know what? We came in here as brothers to let go of the resentment that brothers have been holding on to for hundreds of years because that resentment is also one of the things holding us down. Now, don't you think for one second I'm putting down the trife and the pain and the suffering and all of the stuff that happened? No, no, I felt it. I felt it just as much and I experienced it just as much as anybody else. However, you still got to let it go. Because as long as you let it go, you go, as long as the cup is heavy, you ain't going to rise. It's just you got to cut, right? You got to cut the rocks to get the balloon to go up in the air. I, I love that shuttle analogy you talk about it. What you like that that violence that you have to let go of. Once you yes. break through the atmosphere and add that extra part onto it, once you get above the clouds, get above the atmosphere, <laughs> you zero gravity. You sitting there looking down, but you're at peace. You're at peace. You're at peace. And you know what? He will tell you, he will tell you, and your dad will tell you in truth, in truth. That's why martial arts and fighting was a way to the path. You know why? Because the truth is. The fighter who fights without the emotion is the best fighter. And that, and Yoda kicked that game from the get-go when he was telling Anakin, no, don't let it consume you. Let it move you, but don't let it consume you. He was Ooh, telling Anakin that, right? So that's what, that is what it is. It's like, learn to use it, but don't attach to it so that it brings you down. You got to learn to like ride its, ride its, fire, write it, write it, and let it lift you up and heal from it. Offer yourself compassion, offer empathy to another person who is going through that pain and that struggle at the time, but don't let them attach to it because it doesn't define you. That is the other thing. It does not, my past does not define me. However, it led me here, but it's not who I am. And, and on the end of it, I mean, ultimately learning to detach from the body and learning to detach from the mind, your identification as I am this body. No, you not. I always tell people this. If I cut your hand, uh, Ray, if I cut your hand off, are you still Ray Jr.? All day. All day. If you cut your arm off, are you still Ray Jr.? Everything. Yeah. So at what point does Ray Jr. stop? Mm. Never. He never stops. The truth is you can take the body. Of, and that's why the masters tell you, you don't die. You just drop the body. Mm. Right? And that's what grief is. That's what grief is. Vibration. Me and Ray be friends all year. Ray drops the body and his vibration raises. And now I'm missing Ray because I'm not getting it bouncing off to me. I've been my whole life. I'm accustomed to Ray bouncing the energy back to me. But now Ray's up here and I'm down here. I can't feel Ray. So I feel sadness and grief because he's not doing it anymore. However, if I sit still and I raise my vibration, I can connect with Ray. And that's what mediums do. Hey, <laughs> but, but, hey I, I gotta keep coming back in like a DJ. Hey, look. <laughs> I'm sorry, I need, fellas. I I'm sorry. Have... I love y'all. I, I got new yeah. friends. <laughs> look, you don't need to apologize for any. You don't need to apologize for your greatness that you are share, sharing with everyone because it is needed. A lot of people are always looking to uh, figure out how to be great. And, and so they're constantly chasing it. I hear LeBron James say all the time, you know, I'm striving for greatness. And in my head, I'm like, well, well, at what point in time are you going to stop striving for greatness and be great? You know, he like, is great. You, know, he, you are great. I mean, you a miracle when you came here. The purpose, it. you was great. When, that's the 
whole trick is to make you think you're less than. That is the trick of the matrix to make you think you're less, that you're unworthy. And worthiness on that omega chart, shame, shame has to do with worthiness. And you vibrate at 20 hertz when you are feeling shame. That's the lowest on the omega chart. It's, it's, it vibrates at 20 hertz per second. Um, love, uh, love vibrates at uh, 520. Right. Uh, peace vibrates at 420. I think that's a funny thing. Peace vibrates at 420. Right. And enlightenment vibrates at 750. And when they measure monks, a lot of the monks, Tin Hot Nan measured at like 1250. Mm -hmm. So he was vibrating at a higher state. Right. So that's what they mean when they say raise your frequency. That's what they mean when they say ascension. Like people got to understand this. Like and the law of attraction was here. Be what it is you are. are be what it is you are aspiring. So when I teach my athletes, when we do manifestations, you know, how they always say we use visualizations. Here's what Dispenza taught me. You have to connect the emotion to the visualization, heart, brain, cohesiveness, right? It's called heart, brain, cohesiveness, right? So what I tell them is, what is it? What is it you want to experience? What does it look like? And the last one is, is how grateful are you going to be when you get it done? experience the joy already of like this was fantastic and then go out there and just let it go just hey hey, hey i gotta let me say this let me say this my quote my quote that i it, it, the only reason i say my quote is because i was able because you discovered it, it. <laughs> yeah yeah you discovered yeah. yeah you did yeah, yeah i got it i channeled it from meditation but right the, the the quote is in order to be great you have to be grateful Yes. Oh man, you, you have to, to you have to resonate with gratitude. Yes, you have to resonate. Gratitude vibrates at 440 hertz, by the way. 540 hertz, the same as love. And see what I'm saying? Gratitude is one of it's and it's also accessible because we all know what it felt like to get that Christmas gift. We have somewhere to draw from. We all know when my boy came through with the loan, when I needed the loan. Like I man, I needed that loan, and I got the loan. Oh, thank you. So that is where you. So you have to be able to recall that. But most people can't get out of the way. They're scared to allow that emotion, that vulnerability, that takes vulnerability to be that grateful. Yeah. Right? That takes vulnerability to be grateful in the midst of a challenge. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It takes vulnerability. That is where your strength lies. Fear is if an illusion. You, if you are listening to this episode, you need to make sure that you share this with your mama, your cousin, your daddy, your everybody. sister, your nephew, everybody. Because right now, wisdom is being dropped on your heart. And when that wisdom is being dropped on your heart and you know how to tap into your mind, look, you connect those two and you get into the zone. You get you tap into your energy. I'm not talking about your E N E R G Y, but I'm talking about your I N N E O. Love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love. You got 24 hours. I'm gonna put that one in my back pocket. You got it's the okay. It's, day. That's it's, fine. It's, it's okay. It's, that. it's in my book. So go ahead and use it, big dog. I'm gonna take that. Right. I'm gonna take that. So that's interesting. You say that. Now you guys brought something up at the beginning. I'm not, listen, I, there's no, listen, I, I mean, 
I'm as bad as Yoda as it can be. I will tell you, I follow no one man's way. I found no, no one man's discipline, right? Like I don't, but I see all of it, right? And so I like to, because we're in the Western world, I like to use Christianity and Jesus as an example, right? Jesus, the Bible is the cliff notes on how to do this, except for, this is my wonderful thing, and I take this quote from R.J. Spina, the Bible is incredibly a- accurate and wildly misleading. At the same time, right? And it is a great book. And I will say it publicly. It is why it is incredibly accurate and wildly misleading. And what Jesus, the reason why Jesus could do what he could do, because he embodied love and gratitude. And when Jesus said, I came down as a son of man, he was trying to tell people, look, I'm trying to show you, God, you could do this too, God. You can like your homeboy. Jesus didn't come down as like separate and above everybody. He came down like me showing up at Ray's house. Ray, I got this shit. You can do this shit, God. God, you can do this too, God. You can do this too. Look, I'm going to show you how to do it. That's what it came down. That's what, it, and, and, and now, obviously, in the discovery of the Book of Thomas and the Hermione text, they actually, that's the actual only dictation from Jesus. And you'll notice in that book, he talks about your chakra system. He talks about gratitude in that book. And, and nobody else wants to notice too. When he went to the desert, the desert they were talking about he went to, he went to go see uh, Baba G up in Buddha. And he went up to study Buddhism. And let me tell you right now, that boy was a monk. And that boy was a monk. And he learned the way through monkhood and came back like, this is love. This is love. This is love. And love is the answer. And that's why they call him Wasu Master Jesus, the master of love, the last unicorn, baby. Because that dude came down was like, that's how we change. See, that's how we, the, the mechanics, the alchemy of how we change water to wine. It wasn't an illusion. He had so much resonance of love that he was so grateful that this water would be wine that the water turned into wine. You get what I'm saying? Yep. That's... <laughs> That's what he and he he didn't want to be on a pedestal either. He didn't want to be on a pedestal. He so, changed the frequency of the water. Hey, <laughs> he hey pre- yeah, that, I mean, we got to get to. We got to do a second episode because Tony Tony brought up what up something talking about that the Bible is 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 accurate and misleading. Okay, and you, you go you go to the, the Egyptian version of the Bible, the first version of the Bible, then you come back to the to the renditions, the 14, 15 different renditions from the King James version. There's a lot of different things that were added into, into it that were. Well, yeah, he's King James. Well, King James, Constantine, like you know, they was all janky. But at the same breath, they was. But here's the thing: at the same breath, they were created. They were created so that we would have this experience. Yep. Because one quote that I see this quote in all of the books across the world is: "If you do not recognize me in the face of darkness, then you do not know me at all." So, in other words, so in other words, right? So, in other words, basically, what we are is God getting to know himself. If we want to use the word God, source, whatever you want to do. And in order to know yourself, you must compare yourself. And so that's why we have a dualistic experience. Black, white, right, wrong, good, bad, dark energy, light energy. In fact, none of it real. However, this is the this is the experience we see it in, in conflict, right? Nisara got to say multiplicity, Multiplicity without strife is beautiful. Mm. Variety and multiplicity are beautiful without conflict. Uh, right? Oh my so goodness. After that, after that, so, after that, after that I, want, I want to ask both of y'all just because the, the words of that Jay Z had this quote. He said, uh, This life that doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. Do you agree with that? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. One, I do, yes, because things don't happen to you, they happen for you. 
But acknowledging that is that it's happening at all because they science, it ain't okay. I'll put it this way. When I say the word eternity, most people think of forever. When in fact, start looking at the word eternity as no time at all. It's a different perspective, right? Eternity is not forever. Eternity is just no time at all. And, and physics already proved that only in our experience is there such thing as time. And that, oh, by, by the way, I was your boy Einstein. I always say that to people because they hate it when I say that because they held him up. Einstein was trying to, that's when he started telling people the truth, they started exiling him. But they mm. did the same thing to Galileo, right? Galileo came out. He said, the world's round. They said, get your ass to an island. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they said, get out. You're wrong. It took, us a it took us 100 years, 100 years to adapt. From going from flat earth to round earth. It took humans a hundred years. Wow. Well, there's wow. some people that believe that big bleed earth is flat. So yeah, <laughs> if this is happening for you. It's I guess it's happening for you if it's happening at all. Because you created it. Right. Right? You right. created it. You're the creator of your experience. And in the same breath, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> at all. At all. You ain't you ain't in control of nothing. At all. At all. And see, and, and I think that that's where a lot of people uh, get stuck, right? It's, it's oh, I'm doing something, but I'm not doing something like, but, but, but what do you mean? I, I don't understand that. And it's that, that, that neutral space that you have to be present in. Once you yeah. find that space, then you let go of all the, the worldly things that's holding you down. Look, one of the things that my guru has said before I went plant-based and vegan, well, not vegan, but more plant-based. He said to me, he said, in order for you to in increase your frequency and to elevate uh, your vibration and to go towards the ascension and rise above the mundane, you have to be light. Yeah. And, and my, my brain exploded because I was like, oh, man, he's talking about light and weight. He's talking about light and, and, and enlightenment in the mind. He's yes. talking about allowing your heart to open up and allow for your body to function at its optimal uh, um, um, performance. And that right there allowed for me to really understand that what you were saying about Yeshua, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the light. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, footprints, baby. <laughs> well, that's interesting. That's interesting. And like you, like that's a total, that, that path of what you just mentioned, your guru shared with you, has so much truth to it however people have a hard time you have said people have a hard time understanding the reason why is because they're using logic to understand that's what the masters will tell you put down your book because if you try to understand this and conceptualize it you'll never get it that's the whole thing is if you use your mind to figure this out because the mind wants to figure it out because the mind wants control it wants to feel safe so if you use the mind in that sense in that sense because you gotta you do use the mind to turn on itself and eat away at itself that's a trick. It's trying to understand this in a logic fashion. You won't get it. You will not get it because that's the brain is the brain is logic. Logic only applies to our brain. Now, I I learned the same thing about being vegan, and I was vegan for for four and a half years, right? And then I ran into Nisa Regatta, one of the greatest masters of them all, and he and I found out that here check this. I'm not. So here's what he says. And I'll, let me finish this before anybody gets a reaction to this. Most people don't know Nisa got to smoke cigarettes and ate meat. 
most people don't know that the aborigines smoke cigarettes. Now, they don't do the man-made stuff with all the chemicals on it. They pick the natural leaf. Most people know, most natives will tell you, most shamans smoke cigarettes. The reason why they do it, though, they don't do it for the same addictive reasons that we do it. It's different, right? And then something else that somebody said to me also was, yes, it's better to be as light and as high resonant as possible. But don't judge yourself and don't judge anybody else because that goes into your worthiness. So in other words, the second you are vegan and then you eat a piece of meat, you all of a sudden put yourself down. And now you're putting yourself down further because you think you're not worthy of it. That's the trick. And so that's the whole thing. And then the other thing, I'll give you this other quote. Nisa Regatta said this, too, because he's one of the Nisa Regatta is one of the leading ones in the I am. He wrote the book. I am that. For most people, it is one of the, the hardest contemplative looks at yourself that you will ever have to go through. He said this. You ready for this one? He said, well, if being a vegan was a tribute to your ascension, then monkeys and chimps would get there before we did. <laughs> so he would. So you saw so what he's saying is, yes, take care of the vessel. And the best way to take care of the vessel it's not just the meat. It's not the meat side of it. It's how we produce the meat. It's the energy that goes into making the meat. You know, the slaughterhouses and the butchering and all of that. That's bad energy, right? But if you have a ceremony and then you're meaning a piece of meat, you know, like the natives do from the land, they make the buffalo last all the way through, right? So if you, it's a difference. It's, it's how it's what's going in. And yes, I mean, I still, I work in my way back to plant-based as we speak. I came off for a little bit. I was on for four and a half years, but I had to learn not to beat myself up, right? Exactly. The and exactly. and, and um, the, the other one is um, some people resonate so high. I mean, this, is, this is brilliant. I never thought of this before. They say you go to see a shaman to go get healing, and you believe all in the shaman, and then you catch the shaman out back smoking a cigarette. And now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you don't believe in the shaman because he's smoking a cigarette, right? That's judgment. That's judgment. And, and and what they'll tell you, one, I heard one, I heard somebody say this, that a shaman resonates so high that he has to smoke in order to stay here. Otherwise, you're gone. Because once you realize where it's at, you want to leave. That's escapism is part of this process. When you realize that bliss, you want to leave that you do. You like I'm out. I don't want to be a part of this no more. However, I'm, I'm have to resonate at 420 after this after the show. <laughs> do what you got to do and do what you got to do in moderation right do it for the right reasons because it is beauty it we 420 is known as the fuck it where you can it's one of the easiest things to do to release in its same breath it also makes you overthink it's one of the leading causes of paranoia again it's not either or ladies and gentlemen it's and also and we have and the mind will always do it as either or and we have to see everything as and also in order to find the solution in the balance and find that middle way, 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 right down the middle, right? It's like learning to have that path right down the middle. It ain't the judgment. Judgment, come on, man. Unconditional love. The unconditional love knows no judgment. Therefore, unconditional love doesn't need forgiveness. The source of unconditional love does not judge any of us. At all, because it's unconditional love. It needs no. It needs no forgiveness. Forgiveness is a gift for us. Here, I'm gonna give y'all forgiveness because I don't need it. <laughs> right? Source don't. Source don't need forgiveness. Right? Forgiveness is for us to offer each other, and most of all, offer ourselves. Right? Yeah. And we know. And we all know. We hold. We hold emotions in our body 
I'm studying somatic therapy right now and learning. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, I knew this stuff when I went with my master's, but now I'm learning it the Western way. And somatic therapy is Eastern medicine in Western language, right? And it's like, you just a quick lesson for anybody watching, you hold your resentment and your anger in your liver. You hold your fear and your worry in your kidneys, right? You hold your depression. Your depression is held in your lungs. Your anxiety and your heartbreak, obviously, in your heart. You hold wherever you don't speak up for yourself in your throat, right? Your love is held in your sacral, your second chakra, right? It's held in your sacral, your love. It's also right where your chi energy is. Isn't that something? The same place where your chi, your life force, is the same place where your love is, right? Because... Mm. The masses will tell you this. I'll leave y'all with this one thing. There is love. There is love. And then the next step is wisdom. This conversation is high level conversation, high frequency towards the ascension. And it's just the knowledge or should I say the wisdom? There's wisdom being impart upon your life and you can use it however you would like to use it. But wisdom cannot be wisdom if the knowledge that you are receiving is not applied to become wisdom. So listen to this uh, this episode over and over again. Look, I'm going to make sure that Ray and I, we both listen to this episode mm. over and over again. He was dropping a lot of wisdom. Man, yeah. how do you feel about this, this conversation, Ray? Yeah, What's I going think on? it's beautiful because you know, we're seeking, we're learning, we're accepting, we're growing. We're, we're taking all the things and being at one with ourselves and trying to figure out like our, our, our whole space, but also accepting our space in this whole mm. world. And mm. that's the whole conversation, why we wanted to create this podcast, create this this, this space to, to have these conversations because we, normal people folks come back and say, oh yeah, Tony played played baseball in the ML, MLB. He had the, this uh, this play with Derek Jeter. He had these things, but it's so much more. And he also always talked about he talked about the, the that sports and baseball was a vehicle to get mm-hmm. to where where he is. Right. And, you know, as long as we start to accept that, and that, that mm-hmm. I coach a lot of the fighters and and, and athletes on this too. I guess yeah. as you do. We talk about, you know, that that's that's a part of your life. That is not your life. That's not who you are. And once we can figure out and learn to accept that, then we're able to get to a place where we're accepting ourselves. Man. So it, I guess the question is, how do we accept our journey and just realize that sports is just one part of the journey that's going to catapult us to the rest of the journey? Man, and Tony puts it in, in such a beautiful manner and the things that he's studied and how he's also involving himself in other things outside the sport, but still giving back to the sport. And that is what he was talking about. He teaches through healing. And in order to spell health, you have to spell heal first, man. Come on. Thank y'all for, for joining us on ringside. We, I mean, we, we've already gave you the wisdom. We already gave you about staying above the ropes, all that stuff. So, you know, make sure you like and subscribe and download the episode. We're on Electricast, Apple, uh, Spotify, all of, everywhere you find your podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend because we, we mm-hmm. drop us some knowledge, man. All day, every day, man. Look, ringside, we're giving you the up and close VIP stories from the athletes, the entertainers, uh, the business people, something that you don't hear all the time, man. And that's what we're doing. So make sure that you replay this episode over and over again and send this to somebody else as well that's going through a struggle or just trying to get out of their own way. You already know what it is. How do we end this episode, Ray? We always say what? Peace. Peace. And power. And power. You got it. You got to give a lot just to get what you need sometimes, y'all. Give 
Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Electricast.